thank you and good morning. I'd like to add my welcome to our service this morning and to those listening online as well. It's, it's great to have people from all walks of life listening wherever they are. And as people have said this morning, we are in our second week of God in the Ordinary of our series. And Sandy and Ben spoke last week about God in our waking, so beginning our day and our year spiritually awake and ready to live with intent. So if you missed either of those messages, I'd really encourage you to to catch up and listen. Our series is building our awareness of God in the everyday. In all places and situations, we totally belong to God. So after we've woken up in the morning, I'm wondering what comes next in our days. Of course, it's making our beds. (laughs) Of course we make our bed every single day. Another routine. Life is full of routines. And as Luke said, uh, some of us love them. Some of us really don't like them. Some routines make life a lot easier. And some are quite hard to do. But what about this routine of making your bed? Do you make your bed every day? Or are you more of a, I'll make it if mum's visiting type of person? (laughs) Does it really bother you whether your sheets are straightened or the quilt is reset? When I was younger, I was pretty good at it. We kind of just did it before we went to school, part of getting organised for the day. And then when I moved out of home and I was renting my own place, the choice was up to me and the expectations weren't there, so I'd pretty much just get out of bed and head into the day without giving it much thought. But as you may have noticed in the video, my driveway now faces directly into my bedroom window. So there is no hiding my bed-making routine from the world. Still, I actually do choose to make my bed every day, and it's become a bit of an integral part of my routine in the morning. Are you all thinking about your bed-making routines now? Don't worry, we're actually not going to be checking up on you. But I wonder, are there some other routines or regular habits that are part of your day? If you're listening online, you might like to share some of your daily routines in the chat with each other. Regular daily routines can bring order into chaos. 
They can help us create calm, rhythm, and peace in our lives. I actually rely a lot on routines in, in my work. Um, I start each day a pretty similar way in, in my classroom with greeting each child and, and we set up our calendar and we do a song and they're all regular parts of our routine. We all know what to expect when we gather at the beginning of the day. And at the end of last year, one of my parent helpers watched in a bit of surprise one morning. At, um, he saw the children transition from the chaos of everyone arriving in the morning to everyone sitting on the mat when the bell went, reasonably calm. And he asked me, how on earth did that happen? And I was a bit unsure how to answer, but I, I think I said something about that the kids know, know the routines and we start the same thing every day. And it wasn't until I was reflecting later on that I realised what he'd actually witnessed. The invitation of rhythm and routine each morning establishes expectations and creates comfort. So that transition from home to school and chaos to calm was made easier by the daily habits that we had. And of course not every day went smoothly, but most of the time it was okay. Ordinary routines create space to listen to each other and wait expectantly for what might be ahead during the day. It's not surprising that we find ourselves with different ordinary routines throughout our days. And we've heard some from all the way on the other side of the world in Uganda. But when we slow down and think about it, I can actually imagine that most of us here do kind of realise that routines help us be organised and calm. So here's my suggestion this morning. Routines are not just mundane practices. They provide opportunity for us to be more aware of God's presence in our life. Everyday routines are a place to meet with God and a way for God to bring calm amongst our days. We can actually read many accounts of when God has brought order from chaos in the Bible. Think right back to the beginning and creation. God created the world day by day with light and dark and then land and sea, animals, plants and humans. And it was good. He gave Adam the task of naming the animals and taking care of the garden. Adam was present. He was in the moment. The order was perfect and he was walking with God in perfect relationship and looking after the earth that God had made. And everything was good. But then in Genesis 3, we read how everything changed and sinful choices disrupted everything that was good and routines and work and everything in the world was no longer in order. But we have a God who loves to bring order out of chaos and he did not leave everything like this. God sent his son Jesus into our everyday life. He was born in an ordinary working stable where animals were fed every day and then he lived here on earth knowing every part of life just like one of us. 
I'm not really sure what ordinary routines Jesus might have had, but he did come to earth to do the absolute extraordinary, to restore our relationship with God. So Jesus flipped the ordinary. He became the extraordinary in our everyday for the sake of our relationship with God. By giving his life for us, he gave us the opportunity to live in our everyday and connect with God in all those ordinary moments that we have. From as far back as creation, we can see that leaning into routines and rhythms of our day won't necessarily take away the chaos or the mess that surrounds us in the world. But when we flip over our thinking and seek God in the ordinary moments, our hearts and our minds can be open to more possibilities that are designed by him. And there's a verse in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, that describes this so well. It says, But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. So when we flip our everyday and seek God first, then we're ready to listen and we're free to serve and we're open to that invitation of belonging to him. Now, I don't think this means that we're going to consciously think about the theology of every single habit and routine in our days. I feel like that would be really exhausting. But if we want to keep moving towards God with intent, then we can use the ordinary routines to learn and grow. Um, Sandy introduced this book last week, Liturgy of the Ordinary, and I can highly recommend it. But I just wanted to pause and think about this word liturgy. It's usually used for the routines and the rhythms and the rituals found inside the church. But in this book, the author takes the meaning of liturgy outside the church. She describes it as a repetitive, formative practice. So she tells us that it's repetitive, so that it's something that we do over and over and over again. And it's formative. It's something that shapes us and forms our view of the world. And it's a practice. It's something that we do for a purpose. Our ordinary routines are a form of everyday liturgy. They are shaping who we are as humans. And I've got some reasons why that I'd love you to hear this morning. And the first reason is God shapes us through building healthy routines. Each day we're impacted by the world we live in. It's impossible to avoid. We just have to turn on the radio or watch TV or take a walk outside and it makes us very aware of and often influenced by the things that we hear and see. Quick fixes and instant solutions are pushing us towards that next best thing. And I find that our contemporary world is actually quite fast-paced. So this world we live in offers a pretty chaotic day. And I think sometimes when we're used to being in that chaotic mode, 
of running from one thing to the next. It can feel too overwhelming to do any of the smallest of things, even when we know that they would be good. But if we're being shaped by everyday practices and rituals that make us who we are, we have to tune into that. As followers of Jesus, we can receive these practices from the church. Like when we read the Bible, or learn from our devotions, or pray together as a family. These are healthy routines that we're growing in our spiritual journey. But we can also receive everyday practices from the culture around us. Like when we choose to scroll through our phones instead of quietening our minds. These are unhealthy routines that unfortunately can just as easily end up shaping our everyday life. So do we want to choose the chaos or do we want to slow down and reach for the calm? There's a verse in Isaiah chapter 40 verse 11 and it says, we look to God to renew our strength, to help us run and not be weary and to help us walk and not be faint. I find that this truth reorientates my perspective. It's asking me to build an ordinary routine that embraces what is repetitive and calm, but look, that looks to God first. And I'm not saying that we can be really happy about folding the washing or doing the dishes or changing the chicken's water, but I do think that our routines aren't meaningless. They can be a place of beauty and a place where we can participate in the renewal of our hearts and minds. By taking the time to make my bed every day, I'm not actually worried about the skill or the result. I'm choosing calm in the process. I'm beginning my day slowly, expecting that God will meet me and bring meaning to the ordinary. I might pay pause, I might pray for what's ahead. My mind is quiet, and I might listen to a song as I get organised for the day. Perhaps in your day, you have times like this. Moments that make you slow down, pause, and think. Inviting God to meet you. It might not be when you make your bed. It might be when you're walking, or having a cup of tea, or watering the garden. I believe it's invaluable. If you aren't used to recognising ordinary moments as moments with God, maybe it's time to rearrange, begin or cease an everyday routine in order to grow your faith in Jesus. Spending time with our Creator is the best routine we could ever have. My next reason is that we belong to God all the time. In our routines, as the world goes around every day, sometimes it is hard to keep believing God is working. We can doubt. And I know I even have those days when I'm a bit like that teacher in Ecclesiastes when he says, everything's meaningless, the world's going round and there's nothing new. I'm not sure if you can relate. But understanding and knowing that each one of us belongs to God is powerful. 
On those days when the routine seems boring, the washing pile is growing, or the task ahead is weighing us down, we belong to God. He's sovereign over all things, and all those little ordinary things that we do, he's at work in our lives. Sometimes this may not be an easy truth to believe. In my journey, I had to come to realise that true belonging in God didn't actually require me to change who I was. It required me to share my most authentic self with the world and find sacredness not only in ordinary moments, but ordinary me. If we look in Colossians chapter 3, verse 17, it says, Whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. To say, Jesus, I need you each morning as the crumpled sheets are straightened and a new day begins, changes my ordinary moment to one that I hold quite tight one that builds a sacred connection between God and me, and most importantly, one that gives me the courage to stand in this tension of being in the world and belonging to God. As I've learnt to connect with God in this ordinary routine, I've learnt to repeat this all through the day as well. Jesus, I need you when I'm at work. Jesus, I need you when I'm with my friends. I'm reaching for the calm and waiting expectantly for what's to come. It shapes, the ordinary, it shapes that ordinary part of my day and turns my heart towards God. God's life and kingdom surround us in every part of our daily lives. And when we consider these ordinary moments in our days, we will grow in our awareness of that, his presence. And for me, it's helped to break down those compartments that I used to create in my everyday life. Lastly, I really believe that living with God in our routines brings joy. God's strength and wisdom and love in our routines helps us remember what he has done for us. And that brings joy. Our routines, making our bed, caring for others, doing the dishes, may not bring joy each time we do them, but knowing and believing that we serve and are loved by a creator who brought order out of chaos to love us can help us know joy and thanks as we go through our days. Learning to embrace our rhythm of ordinary routines invites a fresh, joyful perspective. Rather than being consumed by the world, we become grateful for the ordinary moments and give thanks for Jesus' presence in our everyday. Thanking God for the ordinary moments reminds us that he's with us and he actually knows what we're facing in our everyday. Our hearts and lives are shaped by our everyday liturgy, by what we do again and again. God meets us in these small moments and he brings meaning to each one of them. 
our habits and our routines need to start somewhere. And as I conclude this morning, I want to leave you with this invitation. Can we be formed as people who live with our eyes open to God's presence in the everyday? Our connection with God is essential in our spiritual growth. We can seek God in these daily repetitive routines, all these little things that underpin our lives. Obedience in these little things and the big things in our lives is how we love and follow our God. Are you able to live the life God wants you to live with the habits that you have right now? Or are there some things that you might like to change? I believe God's love is waiting for you in all these ordinary little things. I need Jesus. I really want to meet him in the everyday and receive that grace that he offers. But the focus isn't about me or the image of my bed making routine. It's about finding that immeasurable capacity of God's love and letting him shine that, letting him illuminate that deeper identity with the world every single day. I'm gonna hand over to the worship team.